0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Brun Vadgun, your weekly dose of cycling chat. Together with you, Calamaro, a.k.a. Stefano. Uh, Call me Stefano. Calamaro has started being a bit annoying for me, even if I really love my nickname, but Stefano. Stefano is better. And together with me, as usual, my two sponsors. I'm talking about Isador, and I'm talking about Wahoo. I'm speeding up a lot. Ah, no. First to speeding up, first of this introduction, I have to tell you the way to contact me. Hello at calamaro.cc. That's my email. Don't forget to send me your love and also your tips for the tip-top tips it's gonna happen in a couple of weeks. Please don't forget about it. And also, you know that you can follow me on Instagram, instagram.com slash ridcalamaro and also twitter twitter.com slash read calamaro i know i know i know i know i was supposed to give you an update on my rides that actually was single ride that i did in zurich a couple of weeks ago that something happened and blah 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 but really it's nothing so much interesting it was just a problem with um yeah with the tubular and with the inner tube i had a flat i could not change the tubular because i had an inner tube but nothing happened really i had a lot of fun anyways i did just all of the ride that I was supposed to, but in any case, the cool thing was that I met the guys of the Zy- Zurich Cycle Club, you can find the link somewhere, I will put it in the description, and they're really amazing guys and you have to go to visit them because they are super cool. If you want to know the story a bit more, just you can read somewhere in the Instagram I put the story, so you will find it there. While I'm speeding up, because I got already something like three minutes ago, I shut down the conversation, I had an interview with Tatiana, from, 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 from de d'Alle au Vélo, this amazing amateur cycling group that's composed only by female riders, and they are doing, it's going to be the fourth edition in 2018, they all toured the France of the professional, but on the day before. This sounds amazing. I had this recording, we had this interview, we had a lot of fun. It lasted a lot of time, so I want to shut up right now and give her, the word just to let you understand how amazing are these girls that are doing this thing. Really, I got, I'm completely stoked of it. So I will shut up right now and I will start with the interview. Let's do it. And today I'm super happy, really. I, I know I'm saying these kind of things all the time, but really I was completely stalked when I saw this thing to uh, Olena, that is uh, one of my friends uh, on Facebook. I saw this project and then I said, okay, I need to interview somebody being part of this group of, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman, Wonder Women, probably. And today's with me, one that is part of the group together with me, just cutting it short, Tatiana. Oh, Tatiana how, Tatiana, are you doing?
1: Hi. Hi, Stefana. Very nice to be here now. Thank you for the attention to our project. Yes, I'm pretty proud of it. And uh, I think it's a great thing. And I like to talk about it because I I want to share it.
0: Yeah it's great just to give a bit more of contest, and now I'm going to make a lot of mistakes because my French is not optimal let's say uh, Tatiana is part of the group uh, donon de alle ovelo was hopefully it's going to be okay <laughs> that is a group of women that is riding the all stages of the Tour de France, amateur cycling, by the way, by cyclists, by the way, not professional one and anything. But we are going to go through the old project project and the process also because this is the the fourth edition that is going to be in 2018 during our talk. First of all, Tatiana, did I spell it correct?
1: The name of the team? Yeah, almost there. Uh, the team is called the Non de Zélo uh, which is from, Fr- from French direct translation. It means "let give the wings to the bikes," and with their like um, uh, game of the words, it also means "let give the girls to the bikes." Okay. So this is their philosophy that we want to show to their whole world because I'm we are their uh, 100% women cycling team. The only men that are in the team are our. Uh, coach, director, sport director and all their m- amazing supporting people, but they team themselves or we are girls.
0: Cool, really, really, really cool. So uh, how many are you uh, in the group, more or less? Because you told me that in the proje- project last year you were 10, doing the Tour de France, this year you're going to be 12. But in general, all people that are, all people, all riders that are involved in the group, how many are you?
1: Uh, so the whole the whole project is based on their amateur cycling team based in ile de france in paris okay. uh, and this project is one of their access that we are developing our uh, idea of showing off the women cycling mm-hmm. so the project that we are talking about today mostly is the non-deserve logis which means day one day minus one okay and there we will be 12 girls to ride, we will be 6 people to help us and I think based on the previous experience we will be about 40-50 other supporting wheels riders around every day.
0: Okay, really 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 cool, but let's step back maybe. Give me first of all an introduction of the cycling Tatiana. Let's say Tatiana, sorry, The
1: cycling <laughs> Tatiana.
0: So how did your love with bicycle started, and how did? Which one is your relationship actually with the bicycle? Let's say.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, that's very right, right word. These are these are the relationship. They are strong and dominating
0: <laughs> that's what our cyclists are you know we are in a really strong relationship with our bicycle nothing more and nothing less
1: <laughs> this is it it's very strong bond yeah um I'm, i started cycling pretty late let's say because i bought my first bike at the age of 24. so i skipped the stages when kids go to cycling school or try the junior sports i started already like. But it was a thoughtful decision. Mm-hmm. So since I got my first bike, I spent a couple of years in mountain biking, in touristic things, in long cross-country marathons. And then at some point I discovered the road bike and, uh, and that's it. So since then I uh, lived in... Ukraine, France, now I'm really in Czech Republic, and the only thing that always travels with me is my bike, so <laughs> whatever I live, it stands in front of my bed, and there, this is a perfect mate for any weekend, for any holidays, so yeah, I can say I I'm pretty in love with my bike
0: uh, I need to ask you a question that maybe uh, you are not expecting how many bicycles do you have no how many bicycles did you own how many bicycles do you have right now
1: uh you mean right now in the apartment too N- no on the right that four yeah it's four like here I have a mountain bike and road bike mm-hmm. and there another road bike and another another road bike back to, at my at my place in ukraine
0: Perfect. Because everywhere you go and you can stay more than, let's say, three days, you need to ride the bicycle then. Exactly. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes completely sense. And uh, yeah, continue with the, your story with bicycle. Then at a certain point, uh, your group that I'm not going to repeat the name because I make a lot of mistakes, you <laughs> met them, arrived okay. into your life. Maybe if you are selling, saying this one another couple of times, I will memorize and I will say, but for now, it's I will step back. <laughs>
1: uh, okay uh in my life there was a moment when i moved from ukraine to france mm-hmm. to paris and i was like trying to meet new people and bike is the perfect way for the for it and i was searching for some riding mates or any colleagues to travel so once i came to the ride and i met girls from their amateur cycling team and there this is how i joined their Project because I was searching for a club to train together to pass the long great Parisian winter and To maybe try something more that I can to improve to discover And I was happy to meet these girls So I think it they are very particular Because it's a young club that was born based on their classical mixed girls boys club and they separated uh, just because to make more promotion and to uh, stop fighting and proving that we are good enough, so we said that we're not gonna fight with boys. We just will make our own team, where and we will do like it. We will do cycling our own way. Okay. Uh, France France is very good for it for this because France is full of amateur cycling clubs and amateur cycling teams. This is the only country where I saw such a diversity of uh, people riding bikes, and everyone has their... Special cycling family. So the first question you are asked, like, what club are you from? So it's a very, uh, let's say, fruitful environment to grow up any cycling ideas that you can can even imagine. Okay. Uh, so this is it. I met girls and uh, we developed the idea that uh, riding Tour de France will be the very good chance to... Profit a little bit from the mediatization because when the moment where all the cameras and all the attention, human attention is devoted to cycling, it is the moment when you can talk about women cycling. And uh, speaking of history, um, in the 80s, there was a special edition of Women Tour de France that happened at the same day as Men Tour de France, but like in the morning. Okay. And and, uh, they were riding not the full stage, but half of it, let's say they're... 100 kilometers instead of 200 for men Mm -hmm. but it was the same race it was the stage race and then since 1989 it doesn't exist anymore because it was told that it's pointless to have it because no one's gonna watch it because it's not gonna be spectacular because girls are not able to make it spectacular and we said like well it cannot be true so, uh, or if it happened, we have to do something with this. Exactly. So, uh, this is how the idea was born. A friend of mine, Claire Floret, who was the origin of this story, mm-hmm. just said that, let's do it. And the first edition, they were only three. Okay. It was like family edition uh, girl, her friend, her boyfriend. So, they just got, they got family as a supporting car and they fighted all this. They survived. And, s- Since then, uh, the next year, when I joined the club, we were already seven to do it. And people around started to talk about it. People around starting to ask the questions, what are you doing, what you are. And we uh, did quite a big work to mediate it, to improve the mediatization of it, to contact uh, some media, some maybe magazines, some radios. and we tried to find some sponsors and also to show it as far as we can. Okay. So the third year that happened to the project, we were already 11. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the next year we're going to be 12. And I can I cannot even imagine how the project's going to grow because the dynamic it shows now is pretty impressive. Uh, it was like a miracle when we realized that France 2 is showing every day reportages about us that they're... Big medias like cycling magazines are writing articles, and people are starting asking real questions where the women in this cycling are.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So I think we are gonna go on and we we'll see where it goes.
0: Well, um, just a, a question jumped into my mind, and the question in that case is: Do you? Re- you told me that you are receiving some uh, media coverage and support from sponsors and TV media in general. Are you receiving also any kind of support also from the organization of the Tour de France itself, or they are pretty kind of ignoring you? <laughs>
1: uh well we are in a kind of delicate relationship with official tour de france Mm -hmm. uh they know about us they cooperate with us they provide the tracks and they're okay that we are doing what we're doing but they don't promise that women tour de france is gonna get back soon okay so there is still a big work to be done (laughs) Uh, so we are not the official tour de france because it does not exist and official tour de france sponsors that have nothing to do with us except except the personal friendship but no no official support
0: because while you are riding there is traffic on the street or not
1: uh what you are riding is one day before the race okay it is very it is very good because the streets are perfect and in their the asphalt surface is clean it's even washed it's very like Properly made for cycling, and uh, we also have the some flashes if we still if we go later during the day. Uh, I mean the flashes that says to riders that turn right, turn left, or so on. Okay. Uh, but no roads are not closed, so we respect. Yeah, we ex- we respect the road code and we stop on the traffic, and we leave the cars pass by, and uh, so we are good we are good good children
0: okay yeah yeah makes sense also for safety reason i can see that
1: luckily for safety reasons uh when we ride it's quite a big peloton and Mm. big peloton feels quite safe on the road okay we have car in front car on the back and the motorbike riding all along the group so we are we feel quite protected and safe Cool.
0: and uh, yeah. what about the audience then you have because i saw the video that anyways i'm going to put the video and all your contact in the description of this podcast but i was watching the video then i saw that also that uh, at the margin of the streets, you have also a lot of people that probably they are waiting there for the stage that is going to happen the day after that are clapping at you cheering at you uh supporting you that's great
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and that feels really awesome I cannot even <laughs> show, explain it in the simple words uh, yeah, it happens and it's a uh, big mm-hmm. fun uh, there is less of it, or less of support on the flat stages and much more with you on the mountains for sure uh, yeah, people Tour de France is a very big event in France and there if you go to the mountains people take their camping cars They take their barbecues and they come a couple of days before the tour will pass and they stay a couple of days maybe later So when we come to the climb there are all, Normally the steeper and the more famous is the climb the more people you can feel you can already find there and There that's great because they are cheering you up. They are making their funny scenes and their um performances let's say like that um and for them i think it's entertaining as well and since we got some media they knew that we're gonna come so sometimes we i even have my name written on the climb (laughs) like this on the on the asphalt yeah that's that feels great people help a lot i mean when you ride on your own there are moments when you feel pretty down and you're already being tired for the last like 100 kilometers and it's you still have like some of them ahead so uh any moral push that you can get is very very helpful
0: yeah it's yeah as i was saying it looks really i don't know an amazing experience talking about the everyday life of yourself during the stages i would love to understand actually how is a typical day of one of your stages, starting from breakfast, Goals and technicalities, is gonna be fine, starting from <laughs> breakfast till the end, because for example, you're getting also massage and everything, or it's, it's because, you know, even if you are amateur cyclist, you are doing something that professionals are doing with everything involved, so everything is really studied, analyzed, and uh, as I would say, massage, and every drop of water is controlled, whatever, is the same situation that we have, like professionals, or you have tried to arrange in a different way your life?
1: Uh, okay. So the principal difference, as you told that we are not professionals, so we are not that fast as they are. Uh, we start, that's why we have to make it longer. That's why our day is, let, can say, twice as long as professional days is. Uh, we normally wake up around six, Uh, Then we have breakfast and their departure is at 8. So since you wake up till 8 o'clock, you have two hours to enjoy your breakfast as you wish. wish. Okay. Uh, I can say that for the first week of the tour, we normally try to respect some nutrition code. But from the second week, it's not any longer possible because you just cannot eat energy bars more than one week. So you start eating sandwiches, you can start eating ham, cheese that is melting down in your back pocket when you're riding, but they are still very tasty. Okay. And after third week, we switched to some junk food, we ate Kinder Bueno, M&M's, chips, uh, Snickers, like you're just trying to imagine some, any other food that will pop up in your mind and you will be able to eat. Okay. Because this is is the main thing you do. You ride, eat, and sleep. So departure is at 8 o'clock. At 8, at 8.30. We normally give the meeting point in social media for any people who want to join us. And sometimes they they are like strong amateur riders. Sometimes they are just leisure riders. Sometimes they are... uh, Happily and ple- big pleasure for us that there are a lot of women that come to do like 20, 30 kilometers with us on city bikes, on mountain bikes, like whatever, just a small piece of it, just to be a part of of the story. So we give this meeting point, and then at since 8:30 we start riding. Uh, beginning is normally quite, let's say, relatively slow. Some First 20, 30 kilometers, just warm up. And then we keep, try to keep their regular pace. Uh, no competition, no super achievements when it's relatively flat. So just keep the energy and realize that there are s- still two weeks ahead or three weeks ahead. Uh, so we ride, we not make, we try not to make many stops, but we normally do one stop mm-hmm. in the morning and one lunch stop. Uh, let's say in the middle of the, of, the, of the road, if the stage is about 200k or so we try to put their stop at 100k or somewhere on the top of the climb. not, not, not to start riding again after, after a long break and to the something steep. Uh, so we ride we ride as normal cycling group does with the relays supporting each other, protecting from the wind, and when it's possible due to to the profile of the stage. Uh, When there are climbs, we go on our own pace because it's pointless to speed up or slow down if it's not comfortable for you because this climb is gonna last forever. Uh, you, You just realize it that first time when you saw that, when you see that it's gonna be 10K climb and the average slope will be, let's say eight. So there will be some passages, more than 10. And you say that no, I'm not gonna do it, and then you just don't ask the questions. You just ride. So after one of those, you don't ask anything anymore. You just don't stop and just pedal and pedal and pedal. Uh, the useful thing is the power meter. So we are trying to keep the watts stable, because sometimes it, it's it's not uh, any stage is not regular due to the slopes. So, and it can be wind, not wind, so speed doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. And when you're tired, your heart rate does not say anything mm-hmm. as well. So the watts are pretty reliable parameter to not to destroy yourself on the beginning of the stage and to survive the whole thing. So we ride, we stop, and there, then we ride again. And we normally finish around, let's say, 7, 6, 7 p.m., uh what makes about eight nine the longest is 10 hours of cycling per day which is pretty a lot uh so after we finish the stage sometimes there are transfers because the tour de france road is um not uh not a circle it means that next day departure is is not where you ended up yesterday so we pack we stop then we then we stop being cyclists. We drop off our bikes and our amazing stuff. Friends help us with bikes, with mechanical, with everything. We just jump out of your bike and then you just sit and relax. And either you we take a car and go to the restaurant and then to the hotel. Either we go to the hotel to the restaurant, but in the evenings we uh, we don't we, we stop counting time and we say that we need some rest so we take time to taste local food so we take time to take some massages if if there is time Uh, we take time to get small recovery like with electrostimulation complexes or with long showers at least if there is nothing anymore and the best recovery is sleeping and this is the most precious thing so uh, Asking, answering to your question about massage, it's amazing when we have time to do it. But if it's 11 o'clock, but if it's 11 o'clock and I have to choose, either have a massage, either go sleeping, I, bet I sometimes choose the second one.
0: Makes sense, and at least ensure that you have something like at least eight hours of sleeping. I think. Yeah.
1: No, eight hours it's not possible. Six. Six.
0: Oh wow. Six, yeah,
1: six hours is real.
0: Yeah. When I'm saying that you are doing a really an astonishing, an amazing job is what it is, actually. It's really great. Um, Going uh, still into uh, technical things and everything, I was reading around, and actually you told me as well, that also you are followed by uh, kind of a crew, uh, medical, so doctors and also biologists or whatever, to try to analyze also the effort that you are doing and to show to everybody that... that you can do these things, and it's not a matter of uh, of gender, but it's a matter of training. How does biology and this kind of analysis fits then with your project?
1: Um, in parallel to what, to our cycling, which we do, what we do for promotion of women's cycling and for ourselves, we are also a subject of medical studies. Okay. Uh, one of in the beginning of the project, we were contacted by one doctor who said that oh, that's a nice chance to get closer to cyclists in the effort because it's really difficult to approach the, some professional teams. They never open their medical results to the public. So um, for the last two years, we are subject of the studies like guinea pigs for for the doctors. So every morning, every morning we measure our uh, heart rate, the amplitude, the RR intervals to measure how tired we are. Sometimes during this stage we have electrodes on the muscles to try to test the electro mm, the lecture performance of our muscles, their um, how they adapt and how the performance is developing and how they are transmitting the signal. Uh, and the end of the of the stage we also measure our heart rate and their Sometimes we do the ech- echography to watch also how the heart is behaving. We are filling plenty of tests and we are making different observations. And we give all this data for, to a group of scientists that work specially on this project, that work of how the women, non-professionals, are adapting to the effort. So um, we hope that it's going to be a precious information. Uh, so because uh, and it's also good for us because we are always supported by some doctor, by some kinesiotherapist, by physiotherapists. Uh, because, yeah, training matters, but before you do it once, you can never know how your body will adapt to it. Uh, it's pretty difficult to train for the continuous effort like that in your real life because we are not professionals, and uh, so we all have families, jobs, that are the main. Life project we work and so we do not train nine six hours per day. So when you come to the tour, it's very you need to take care about yourself and you need to be patient to your body. This is why where we get any help from our medical friends as we can. And so there are two main axes that medicals are following to to prove. First is the women, even amateurs are able to adapt enough and are able to um surviving this kind of effort and uh, make it without hurting themselves. To resp- this is how to respond uh, to people that say that women are not um, efficient enough. And another point is that we don't use any chemical products or drugs or anything. Obviously. So this is it that Cycling can be done without any doping. Cycling can be done without any special particular treatments to your body. It's all the matter of training and it can be doable and still fancy and nice to look on, even though the riders are not doped.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. You were talking about training also. How do you train for such a huge effort? (laughs) So how do you put bicycle and training in general in your daily life?
1: Uh, well, right now it's on the home trainer. So after I talk to you, I think I still have my 14 minutes of today's effort to be done. Okay. This is what people from northern countries do. Mm-hmm. Uh, my teammates who live in Provence or who live in south of France are, are been riding every, almost almost every second day now. Okay. Uh, but uh, part of the team are doing competitions on, on regular basis. Okay, so they, they do their regular competition uh, preparations with the intensity with their uh, to develop the aerobic power to develop the to push out the lactic limit. And just one month, maybe before start of the tour, we are making the longer rides. But it depends on the profile of the rider because in the team, we are quite different. Uh, the reason let's say, third part from the triathlon. So they are used to long efforts and they are used to to different types of trainings because it's all about endurance. Uh, there are some competitive girls who train for their shorter races. So they develop their force, their like explosivity power, but, and endurance will come as soon as they switch from it to longer rides. Okay. Uh, me personally, now I'm lucky I live in Prague. <laughs> Which is pretty hilly. Yes. So, like, no way you're gonna get out without your thousand meters for a single ride. Just if you wanna go back home, you will have to climb all this back. Okay. Um, Winter home trainer, and maybe hopefully since February March we will ride outside.
0: (laughs) And uh, another technical question that this is really technical, is not out of curiosity. Um, What about the gears that you are using? So cassette and front gear. Usually, which one is the ratio that you are using? How your bicycle is provided with gears? Uh,
1: So in. Normal life in regular life, I use compact in front and up to 23 or 25, 1125
0: back. Yeah, wow, okay.
1: Uh, but when I go up to Tour de France, I still stay on compact like 34 mm-hmm. but the back of the cassette switches to 1130 or the best is 1132. Okay, and it's not the matter of fun because after you ride the first ten per ten percent climb you will be very happy with thirty two cassette.
0: Yeah, as everybody's saying so, all the time, it's better having it and not using it that not having it at all and then you <laughs> need it.
1: Exactly. Uh, last year I had some mechanical trouble with my bike and at uh, the stage with was in with col mm-hmm. It was one of the last stages and I had to take the bike to borrow the bike from our physiotherapist so wow. and he had to 20, he had 25 back and it was such a horrible, I was like standing and standing the whole climb and the whole climb was learned 17k, Wow! so it's an un- it's unforgettable experience, I'm very happy that it happened at the end of the tour, mm. because at that moment you're like, you can do any, you're, you're quite fit. Yeah,
0: also because, that's another thing, uh, okay, I can understand that probably the first day are a bit tough because you need to get also your body used to make this effort every day every day and every day of your week but uh, but then after it you're starting being also uh better in shape so your body is is getting yeah it's earning some shape isn't it
1: it it is exactly and this is amazing it's something fantastic that i never ever observed on my body before like i was training before the before the start of the tour sure you'll realize what is their objective in front of you so you train but uh the first week is horrible okay because you just don't sleep enough and uh, everything hurts and uh, you i don't know how you can prepare to this kind of effort not being a pro Uh, so at the fourth fifth day you think that come on i'm ruining my body or what the hell is happening but then the miracle happens and surprisingly after let's say after day six seven nothing hurt anymore okay you don't have any muscle pain your body just accepts that this is your new lifestyle and then it's just very pleasant to observe how how you get fitter and fitter and how the words that you can observe they they increase and without any effect on your heart rate or on your breathing Mm -hmm. you just go faster and you just don't even realize that it was a climb that's why I say that maybe doing the long thing is easier than doing one stage. For example, doing the Tab de Tour is a, I too, to my personal point of view, it's a very big thing. Because when we come to this stage, it's normally in the Alps or in the Pyrenees. So we already have like one week in the, in the legs. We have one week of pedaling in the mountains. So your body is prepared, you have all this aerobic power, all these forces, all this endurance to serve you. So you just enjoy this skate. But while doing only one at Lape de Tour, and I, I remember doing it, and uh, I considered it a race and I put everything into the first two climbs. It was in 2015, and uh, it was when there was a... It was in saint Maurien. And uh, yeah, there were two climbs and uh, at Col de Croix de Ferre I gave everything and then the last one, the La Toussour, it was just impossible to do.
0: Okay, okay.
1: So yeah, I, I, I survived, but it was really, really big suffering. Okay. And this is not what we are doing during the Tour de France. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Thinking about the last two Tour de France that you did, we can say it, which one, Yes, <laughs> you did yeah. at the <laughs> end, so uh, which one is the most Epic day that you can remember. So, something like a memory one day or just one climb or whatever that you will say, wow, this was really great.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. Well, well uh, those two Tour de France were very different. Okay. They were very different profiles. And if speaking about the, my favorite climb, maybe it will be. Um, the Grand Colombia.
0: Ah, the one that I'm gonna do now in July. That's great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, you know there are three ways to do it. Okay. <laughs> you can come from from different you can come from different sides, and uh, the views are just breathtaking. It's one of the most beautiful climbs ever. But it also hurts a lot. And uh, well, uh, from the side that we did it last year, it had slopes like 22 or even 27 percent slope it feels like a wall, Uh, but then when you finish it, it's just maybe the most like impressive thing that I ever did, but it's about climbs, and the the moments, well, I will not be uh, very unexpected, but it's arrival, the Champs-Élysées, this is the moment when you cry, because it's you don't want to. You don't want it to finish, and while coming closer and closer to Paris, and when you start seeing the Eiffel Tower, and you realize that this is it, this is over, uh, that this story is gonna continue on the next year, and this is when you cry, and this is when your heart always stays, and because it's unforgettable, because this view takes contains everything inside, and contains all the. F- Freezing mornings when you have to start riding, or rainy days when it's just not pleasant at all, but you have to ride. Yeah. In the weather that I will not probably ride on my own, if in the normal life I will just do something else. But here you don't have a choice. You just you just go, and it has all the late finishes because when. In Pyrenees, it can be the stage when with many climbs, one after another one, and then it takes us a lot of time, and if we have mechanical trouble, so sometimes we finish really late, and this is also amazing feeling to achieve it. Okay. But maybe the best part of all this story is the human part. Okay. I'm very proud of my team, and this is the bunch of girls uh, that I'm very happy to know, and I'm proud of myself to be be a part of it, because they are all amazing women. Uh, they are all having different lifestyles. There are many scientists among us. For example, there are, like, I can say there are five PhDs now in the team, and there are some teachers of sport, there are some teachers of um, general science, there are some IT specialists, there are some journalists, there are some uh, some mathematicians. So they're really very smart and very um, goal-oriented women. Some of, some of us have families, some of us are not having them yet, some of us are having kids. And they are the women who managed to put it all together to develop all their directions of the life. And this is not only about like giving all you have on this climb at this moment now this is about like taking the most of your life from any part of it and i think it's a good thing to follow not only to develop the sport arcs of this project like to give more attention to women's sports but to give more women the intention to do some sport
0: yeah 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 not wide again, yeah, after some excuses, something like, ah, you know, but I have to bring kids at school or no here, not there. Everybody <laughs> should do the same amount of stuff. It's not because you are a man or you are a girl or whatever. It's just do what you want and push yourself to the limit and do what you love. Exactly. Starting from the beginning. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For now, I'm telling this because actually, uh, uh, obviously, I grew up and uh, I lived for a long part of my life in Italy. Uh, back to Italy, it's a bit hard, I would say, especially for ladies, because, for example, all the sports and whatever is just male thing.
1: But that's something that's not only happening in Italy. That's something I'm observing in different countries. That's something that I observed in Ukraine, which is unfortunately way, beho- way behind now for amateur cycling it's just about to, to be born this is something that I observed in France which is postulated as being very developed country and very democratic and very tolerant and this is what I'm observing now in Czech Republic that sometimes you come to a ride and you see these views like oh come on there is a girl that's not gonna ride fast and then like come on how do you know and like what the what what the hell right side cycling is about is about performance it's about it's not about gender it's not because I'm a girl I cannot ride faster yeah
0: I actually, while I moved here in Berlin, I was lucky enough to ride all the time. Fortunately, here is a bit more open, so I have different groups that I'm riding with. And uh, most of the time, let's say, from 30 to 50% of the group is uh, made by women that are riding with us. And all of them, any single woman that rode with me was three, let's say, between three and seven times stronger than me. So... I understood straight away that it's not the thing of gender. It's just a thing that
1: you have to train, and you
0: have to be passionate on it. Nothing else. So this helped me a lot to understand how the world moves. Fortunately, and
1: um, actually, well, there is also one like uh, tiny moment because there are yes, for sure, they are very strong girls, but I think they more their special attention need to be taken to the girls that are not mm-hmm. that strong yet because sometimes they're afraid to start, they hesitate to start riding, they hesitate to go to the bike shop and because they don't want to look stupid or because everyone gonna watch on them like, come on, you don't understand anything (laughs) here. That we have to be more maybe attentive to the girls that are beginners right now because evolution happens very fast and don't break it like from the beginning. It's about having the equal chances to start without any prejudice, like at at any stage of the the development.
0: Then one question jumps into my mind. How do you see uh, women cycling in the hopefully, let's say, mid-term future? What do you expect is going to happen? Also, thanks to your hard work that you're putting in this amazing project that you're running, now it's going to be the fourth year.
1: Uh, I think that the future of women cycling is brilliant and shiny, and it's straight there. We just have to keep on going, and there, because women cycling is is here, there are women and they do cycling. So I hope that in next couple of years we will not talk about women cycling anymore, but about cycling itself. Because I hope that this project, where we always talk about women, girls, like, it can sound a bit feministic or a bit like a male hating, but it's not that. I wish I didn't have to do this. I wish I didn't have to speak about women cycling in particular, because this question will not even rise. So I really hope to quit this project because we will achieve our goal. (laughs) I hope that the girls will have their same amount, the professional girls will have the same amount of races. With the same media coverage that they will have the same salaries as may pro does and they they will have the same security and the same conditions for the contracts when they sign up and for amateur girls i wish they don't question themselves while they should do cycling that they will not hesitate and they will be more more and more riding girls
0: yeah really yeah i really expect something like this also because it's not completely <laughs> it's not true at all i also follow a lot the w- women cycling and for example just taking an example i was having a, this conversation some episodes ago but talking about the um, road world championship of last year women the women race was way more way funnier than the men's one it was really boring the men's Actually, all <laughs> happened in the last two kilometers and we lost it because of TV coverage. Women won was really, really, really amazing. Uh-huh.
1: So, And this is the funny funny thing, because uh, I experienced the same thing on amateur level. Uh, when I was racing in France, uh, at the amateur races, it means that races happen in the region, like every weekend you can come to the village and there will be a race there. So you come, and sometimes there are women races where all the girls come. Let's say 50, 60 girls on the starting line is very good. But sometimes there is no women race. So we go to the normal, like men race, and ride with them. And I can compare that the men peloton is way calmer than girls peloton. It rides uh, more gentle. And sometimes there are moments where just no one rides, so it goes very smooth. The girls' peloton is attacking all the time. It's it's a very fast game. It's so... You don't have any time to chill. Now, if you're racing, they're fighting like from the beginning till the end.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. You can see it on, from the races. Probably, this, hopefully, all audience can start watching it because you're gonna women can have more media coverage of it, hopefully.
1: We hope so. And yeah, thanks to you, we might get some more attention from it yeah then
0: i uh, going straight away to my last question that is more kind of an open question to you it's gonna happen it's gonna happen on the day before of every single stage of the tour de france but how can we all follow your project also for before it starts and how can we support actually on you on making this amazing project
1: uh we have a website and we have our facebook group uh, which is called Donon de Zello Velo, or Donon de Zello Velo uh, There is a general group about our project, where we put all the information about participants, about the, how the preparation goes, about the news of the project, partnership. Uh, also, we will have their Facebook event for every stage, so with the details of meeting point and with the previous like expected time of passing by through the main villages so you can join us for any for any couple of kilometers for any day for any part of the tour you want to share with us Um, also we are very open to any collaboration with um, with sponsors with people who want to support women cycling and we are open to exchange some media coverage for their names and we are ready to discuss okay. any types of partnership and just follow us and uh, ride your bike <laughs> and join join us for the ride. But this was the point
0: actually, I think that the best way to support you, to follow you or whatever is just grab the bicycle, check on Facebook when it's going to be the event of the stage and come with you at least for some kilometers at the best for a couple of stages.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, great. I will try to do it, by the way, because you know already my plan. We talked about it. I'm going to do the first of July the, uh, the Maratona. And then the 8th of July, the du to Tour. And for sure, I will be together with an insane cyclist. It is a friend of mine that wants to just rent a car and go somewhere around to ride the bicycle in this week of week, it is this week we are going to take. So probably the best solution is to come with you and do a couple of stages. I believe that maybe... I don't think that he can follow you, but at least can be close to you. For myself, I think we are gonna say hi at the beginning, and then <laughs> maybe the day after.
1: <laughs> You're more than just more than welcome. Yeah. And so I hope to see you there. And uh, I think following us will not be a problem. We are quite gentle riders, and <laughs> as we talked before, the social part of cycling is the best part of cycling.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah it is yeah I think that this is the perfect conclusion on our conversation thanks really thanks a lot Tatiana this one one of the I don't want to say nothing bad on the other ones that I interviewed but this was really one of my favorite talks also because now watching at the numbers here the timing we have been talking for 15 minutes so uh, everybody can understand how cool it was and it was really a pleasure good luck good luck with your training good luck with your uh, yeah Tour de France and we're gonna see before and we're gonna talk live anyways.
1: Great, thank you Stefano and see you soon on the bike.
0: Yeah, for sure. Ciao
1: ciao. (laughs) Ciao.
0: And thanks a lot Tatiana. Did you have the same feeling that I had, guys? The feeling that we just have been talking for, I don't know, three or four minutes just because the topics were a lot and the topic, the main, the core topic itself was so interesting that it was just in a minute we finish wow, in a minute, but it's almost one hour that we are, that I'm talking, that we are talking, that you are listening to my voice. So for this week, it's better to cut a bit down the episode. Just telling you and tell to Wahoo and Isador, thanks a lot for the support. You will find all the information, also something new that we are running with Isador. In this period, you're going to find everything on my social media. Just have a look to twitter.com slash read instagram.com slash read and send me an email at hello at calamaro.cc. Again, next week, for more chat, for more news, and for my voice. Bye-bye!